Welcome back to TMJ Syndrome. He's Mitch. And he's I'm Tim. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. So last week we wanted to make a couple updates and a couple things, specifically movie pass. Uh what's changed? Yeah, man. So we talked about movie pass a lot last time and it's funny. So this, this they they're continuing to go on their same trend, which is not good. And in addition to like cutting prices, they're changing. They're now changing their pass to only be three movies a week. As of what date was that? The fifteenth. Fifteenth. And I guess what it actually is is all of their subscribers are since the terms of service are changing. They actually their subscribers are going to have the option to choose the new subscription model or cancel their service. So, yeah. So so if they cancel their service, does that mean that they're in that nine-month limit? Yeah, I was going to say, does that, that, probably. that penalty still apply? Yeah. yeah, probably, which is kind of like... I mean, I could see a lot of people just going like, eh, screw that, like, and they just cancel it. Like, they're going to hemorrhage subscribers. It's insane. And the other thing that they're doing right now in the meantime, is they're only letting people go to not they you can see unlimited movies, but the only movies that are available are two. Like this last weekend it was you could either see Slender Man or Mission Impossible. Or both are good movies. Yeah. So you want to see them once a day for thirty days? Yeah. Now how how often <laughs> do those those movies change, I wonder? I don't know. I think it's like they're changing it every week or something like that. Oh, so it's those so, two movies for an entire week? Yeah. Huh. It's terrible. I mean, I guess that's a way to stop people from seeing a movie. Yeah, no day. one wants to use your service because you don't have any stuff to well, see. Well, except for you have the the guy that buys it because they want to take advantage of be like, well, fuck you. I'm going to watch Slender Man every goddamn day. I mean, if I if I own that service, I would probably I would probably just go and buy a ticket every day just to show them. Like <laughs> the closest movie theater is three hours away. It costs me more in gas, but damn it. But it's the principle it's of the, the principle. Thing. Wouldn't they be better off? Like I don't, I don't know a lot about this stuff, but it sounds like they'd be better just making like a Groupon type thing for movies, instead of like trying to like play this subscription game where they have to lose money on every movie and then limit the amount of movies. You could just do like a mm-hmm. weekly like, you want to go see blah 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 blah, save five bucks with you and your friends. Well, yeah, you know it. Cinema, Cinemark. I wish we had more Cinemark theaters here yeah um because their subscription pass actually makes a whole lot of sense uh it is set up in a way that it's 8.99 or something a month um you get one movie per month to go see yeah but if you don't see a movie that month those tickets roll over indefinitely so if they're say you're not a fan of all the movies that come out in the summertime you can save all those movies and watch a bunch of movies in the wintertime uh at the same time you also get 20 percent off concession purchases and if you want to go with uh like a friend or something yeah if you buy their ticket you get it for 8.99 as well it makes more sense for them to do that too because it it probably wouldn't work on a mass scale like if it's for every movie theater Mm -hmm. but since it's just cinemark and they it's their company they can be like well we can eat we can eat the cost in a couple free movies because we don't make our money that way anyway exactly like (laughs) i think that's where i think that's where the big difference in a lot of these subscriptions are coming is it's 
I don't know how long a, a subscription movie ticket company can last if it's not through the movie theater itself. I think the AMC one, I think the Cinemark ones, and ones that the movie theater themselves are putting Harkins on. Harkins hasn't done one, or yeah. do they? I, they have not yet. Not yet. Not that you I've know seen. what? I haven't been to a Harkins theater in like three years since I started going to AMC. I just like the big recliners. Mm-hmm. Like I can't go back into those shitty, because the movies are so long now. Like sitting upright, like... Yeah, Harkins whole... has really fallen behind on that front. Yeah. But they're also, it's kind of like the old style of movie theater, though, because at Harkins... Since they don't have those seats, they also don't have assigned seating. Right. So you could just walk up to Harkins and be like, I want to go see a movie yeah. like 10 minutes before the movie. Whereas yeah. at AMC nowadays, if you want to go see a movie, you have to plan ahead. Because mm-hmm. you walk up 10 minutes before, it's like, all right, well, you're sitting in the seats like well, right at the beginning. You're just like... The cool thing is you can do it right from their website. You can see what seats are available and buy them right there. Yeah. I like doing that. Yeah. So. Well, that's the same thing with, uh, like, the Alamo Draft House. Like, that yeah. one isn't even a super nice theater. No. But they got good food, they have beer, and they, like, the atmosphere. I go there for the atmosphere. Yeah. I, I like, like I said, I like going there for, like, older stuff, movies, when they do, like, uh, uh, events. You, you want to you wanna know what movies is coming to the Alamo in September? What? Clueless. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. We should go see Clueless. I'll go see Clueless. To do it, I used we'll to watch the TV Clueless series too. Drunk as uh, hell. I don't know if I ever watched the TV series. Yeah, it's it's all right. Is it right? Yeah. Okay. It was. I was walking through Target the other day, and Target had a Clueless shirt in the women's section. And you bought wanna, it for yourself. I, I want to get it and just turn it into is this, like a is, tank. Is Clueless having a resurgence? Is it, are they going to reboot it? Probably. With I, like, well, you know, I oh just God. thought it was funny that I saw the article, or I, I got an email from uh, the Alamo saying that they're bringing Clueless back, and then two days later, I walk into Target. And I see the clueless shirt. Like there's there's something going on there. Oh, it's coming back. Yeah, they want to milk it. Yep. Some of these new teeny upcoming teeny boppers, probably Instagram stars instead of actual actors. Man, that would. I mean, I'd probably still see it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't like it as much. That'd be terrible. Every reboot is just. They'll reboot Mean Girls too. That'll be a travesty. Yeah, it will. it's like you can't reboot that movie. How old is that movie? Early two thousands. Oh my god! They, is done, it old enough to reboot it now? They've done worse from that oh era. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. They. I mean, shit. Two thousand four was when that movie came out. Yeah, Mean Girls came out in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. My god, it was a big oh, smash boy. hit. Yeah, it was really it's good. Back old, when, I enjoyed back it. Back when everyone liked Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. she found drugs. Have you seen Lindsay Lohan recently? Like pictures she's of her. She's fine, actually. She's not that bad. But I kind of like that kind of that kind of look. Do you? Yeah. I saw the movie where she, I saw the one where she, uh, the movie where she was with uh, James Dean, the porn star. When was that? That was like 2012 or something. So why does she look like, maybe she's been doing more drugs. She look hit. Let's look her up. No, I think she looks. I was trying to find it. She, uh, I, I think she went through like a Britney phase. And I think I think now it's re- like, I think it's rebounding. She looks now. Fine. now when I just look at the pictures, they're not they're not too bad. So I saw this. It looks it fine, was, dude. It mm-hmm. was sort of interesting. So Lindsay Lohan showed up in the news recently because she commented on the Harvey Weinstein scandals. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And so here's the thing. What's interesting is when I feel like when the newspapers don't agree with the opinion of the person that's telling the story, what they'll do is they'll do other things that are like subconscious yeah. to get the reader to not agree with you. 
So if I just look at pictures of Lindsay Lohan, I'm just like, oh yeah, like she looks older. She doesn't. Yeah. She's not like ugly or anything. But the picture that they had for her in that article, oh, was they like the it was worst like the picture worst, ever. It was the worst. They picture. do that all she the time. Terrible. And I was just like, oh my god. It's, like, it's the same. This is as, what happened to Lindsay Lohan? Oh my god. Yeah. It's the same tactic they use for headline readers who just yep, read headlines. Yeah. And then they, they go in there like, oh, my God, Lindsay Lohan looks like she did a lot of drugs. Yeah. But she looks fine. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, she was she was commenting that she thought the women who came forward are strong women. And they shouldn't. And they should. The fact that they're coming coming forward about these kind of things. I remember she was basically saying something about infantilization or something like that. Yeah. She yeah. was saying that they're they're doing it for the attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's why and, she got a lot like of Like, they're strong women. They don't need to come forward for the attention. Like, if things that bad happen, like, that's terrible, but should, like, report it when it Sounds happens. Sounds like something, like, my my grandfather would say. Back yeah, in the day. sort of like, interesting. Oh, he got robbed. Well, hope he learned his lesson. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which, you know, obviously, that's, that would not be a popular, that's it, not it, in a popular opinion in Hollywood. Never so I is. doubt Lindsay Lohan will be in a movie but any time it also soon. goes to show you, like, if you are the media and you're trying to make a point, how much power they have to make you look bad. It's very true. Even mm-hmm. if it wasn't, maybe, I don't know anything about it, but even if it was taken out of context, yeah, the article itself makes you look like a villain. Yeah, it's that's true. true. Yeah. And there's a lot of articles that nowadays that take quotes and whatnot out of context and then... And then one news article will will you know quote something yep. taken out of context, and then another news article will be like, "Oh my god, they said this." I think, and then they'll quote it and be like, "This person's an asshole because yeah, they said I, stupid things." And it's like, well, you didn't you you didn't even read the article. The most famous one in the last like four months was the 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 Trump MS thirteen one. Yeah. Yep. Where he was they 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 cut out that he was talking about the MS thirteen gang, and they attributed to everybody. That were from Mexico. Yeah, and then uh, and then so like when I first read that, I was like, "What a fucking dick!" And then yeah. I had to like look more, and I was like, "Oh, well, here's like, the oh, actual, here's the real video." He's talking like, about the people that you know yeah. just murder and rape and kill people. Like, okay, like actual, like yeah, okay, I kind members. of agree with them, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Like, if you, it sucks. Like, if you are internet savvy, I think pe- most people will figure that out. But like, they're not going for that. They're they're no. going for the people who don't. Well, they're going for people who just read a headline. Read a they headline. Just, they just see a thing. They're like, oh, my God, that's that's so terrible. And then they just move on with their you day. Know what's and funny now that's just truth to them. About those types of people, though, lately, like you'll see them go on like a news program of some sort and somebody will press them on an issue and they will repeat the bad information from the article. And then the other side who's trying to make them look bad, will be like, <laughs> they'll know. And they'll be like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And the other people are like, oh. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't turn to page H two. No, I didn't. Like, do that. I just yeah. had my newspaper in front of me, and I, I didn't want to buy it. Does anyone? What, can, well, anyone read newspapers anymore? I mean, I don't the, know. Do they even sell them? They used to get them at. They sell them. They sell them at like Circle K and stuff. Yeah. And I think you can still get them delivered in some neighborhoods. I think, maybe. Well, and I think a lot of I. Well, okay, this is purely speculative, but I think a lot of people also get newspapers nowadays for the coupons. I mean, I know, like every like what is the the on Thanksgiving Day they have the the giant newspaper that you pay yeah twelve dollars for or whatever it is thousand dollars and all it is is coupons. There's no news stories in it. It's just a giant thing of ads. And somehow, why did I pay eight hundred dollars for this? Eight hundred dollars for the stuff you're buying. You mean 
No, eight hundred dollars no, for the newspaper. For the newspaper, because, oh. it's, because it's nine hundred dollars in coupons. Oh, you're making your money back. Yeah, you make your money back. It's like a thousand dollars for the newspaper. My, I don't know. It's like two uh, bucks or something like that, which I still think is ridiculous. Yeah, like they should be giving that away for free. It's all coupons. It's all ads. Mm-hmm. It's not coupons actually. It's ads for Black Friday. It's like, hey, here's this giant thing. Like, you should come to my store. You should come to my store. And my Wife so, takes it and takes the whole thing apart and puts it across the entire living room with her family. Is your is your wife big into couponing? No, I wouldn't. I mean, she's pretty savvy about it. Saves us a lot of money that way. Have, but but she like limits to like one newspaper and clips coupons. Yeah, she doesn't go. She doesn't. She's not like those couponers that you see. Have you? Did you ever see the like the TV show about that? Uh, my wife's mother used to do it. Oh boy. Um. I will say, like, it is a pain in the ass, and it's a lot of work. She had, like, six six Sunday papers delivered to her house every Sunday. My God. Um, like, from different newspapers? No, the same newspaper, because you you want to clip the same coupons, because the coupons stack. Oh, my and God. And so you can take, like, a bunch of the coupons, and then you, you they, they stack on top of each other, and, like, sometimes um, places like Kroger or Fry's will have double coupons, so, like, a 50-cent coupon goes up to a buck, and then you get a bunch of the things, and then you stack all the coupons with it along with other promotions that they're having, and all of a sudden you walk out with, like, $100, $200 in saved dollars. It's like a 30 or $50. You have $50. to be really thorough about that because their yeah. computer systems will pick up. That's insane. It's, like... it's insane what you can get. It's always, like, it's none of the stuff that you want, right? Yeah, it's, I hate coupons. Uh, but, like, at the same time, if you are... If you're trying to, you know, provide for a family with like a bunch of kids and you're yeah. like, I just need, I need a lot of deodorant and <laughs> shampoo yeah. and things no. that my kids so, are going to no, no, use. Real quick, I, I hate them and I'm, I'm glad they're saving money. But as someone who worked as a cashier for a long time, those people who have a shit ton of groceries and like 200 coupons, yeah. Such is a, pain a, to it's a nightmare up. to get through. Everybody behind the line is pissed off. And then some of them that weren't real good at, you know, examining if each coupon would conflict with each other, I was the guy that made it hard for them. Like, oh, this one doesn't work. And they would argue back, like, well, let's look at the fine print. And, like, I'm like, you're already already pissing everybody off on the line. I'm going to piss you off, too. I mean, that makes sense. You know, they should have, uh, I I mean, I guess it's not really as big of a thing. Maybe not anymore. I I think it's still a lot of people do it, but. When it was huge, if it is still huge, I don't know. They should have like a special a special line, special line for, for coupons coupon. for couponers. Yeah, right. Because the, then you can have an employee that knows that's really savvy about the coupons and help people out. I don't think does does Whole Food do coupons now that they have the Amazon app? I wonder. I was thinking about like know. some of the more new, the healthier or whatever. Like I've never seen someone use a coupon at Sprouts. Ever. Uh, I've used I've used one coupon at Sprouts, and that's yeah. because every once in a while in their in the ad that they send out to you, uh, they'll have like a five dollars off fifty or something, but it's only in the ad that they mail out. They have other versions of the ad that they have in the store that does not have the coupon yeah. on it. <laughs> and I don't think Whole Foods does either because everything's the app now. Yeah. Everything's the Prime app. See, what's funny is like so depending on the store, it's I'm sure at Whole Foods wouldn't do that. Like Fries, Kroger brand. Um, might do this or like Safeway stuff like that, but uh, what they'll do is they'll the where you really get the savings in the coupon is you show you'll have like you know buy mustard for and the mustard is discounted fifty cents and then you have a coupon for a dollar yeah and if the place allows overage then 
now that's 50 cents it goes back on your bill so what they do is they clear the shelf of the mustard yep so now they get 50 cents for every single one of those and if they do it enough times and they have a coupon for every single one sometimes they'll get the store to pay them money to take the groceries away yeah i mean you're leaving with a car full of mustard yeah but you made two dollars it was great it was great. It was just bring it all the way down to like zero. Like, like right. oh my god, there was this, there was this like reality TV show that was all about that, and people would yeah. be like insane. And then you go to like their house, and they'd have like a uh, house that's just like shelves and shelves of deodorant ketchup. and mustard yeah. and ketchup, and it's just like all this random crap that they could never possibly use. They're just like, oh yeah, like I don't know, like we just we just decide to use whatever every day. It's fine. You're just like, oh, could you like donate that to charity? No, some people no. do. They're, they're like, no, no, no. no. Like, they're secretly preppers. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of like feeds into that prepper lifestyle. Yeah. So you'll never run out of mustard. No, See, always like, have condiments. There are, there are. There's the extreme way like that where you have a billion bottles of mustard and like and whatever that really cheap uh, shampoo suave yeah. is, right? But then there's the other side of it where. You you walk out of the store and you paid fifty cents for like ten boxes of cereal, and you're like, "This is great." Now I don't have to. I can feed my kids all this sugar. Yep, give <clears> them <throat> as many carbs and sugar as possible. Yeah. Like this is great. Like I'm gonna have I'm gonna set my kids up for failure for the rest of their lives. It's gonna be great. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with cocoa they un- puffs. They understand that food is cocoa puffs because that's what we've been feeding them forever. Hey man, I I grew up on cocoa puffs and look at me, I turned out great. Yeah. You know what we have to do? We should teach kids we should teach kids the basics. Like when they get to a certain age, like you feed them regular food, and then when you get to a certain age, like we should teach them how what food really is. You take them out into the woods and make them kill their own food. Yeah, I did I did that. I mean people in Michigan do that. Strip it and yeah. eat like, it raw. Uh most of I us did that. most of us then, are up north hunting before we're ten. And you yep. just like <laughs> send the kid off into the wilderness with only a knife and say, don't come back for a week. Well, now you're just surviving yeah. failure. Like hunting. No, you just, you gave him a knife. <laughs> that's all you need, man. Hunting culture in Michigan is huge. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. It doesn't matter where you're from. Like every weekend during hunting season, the, 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 the roads going north are packed. Yep. Like huge. Yeah. It's uh, not as, it's not as big here in Arizona. There is still, there's quite uh, a bit of hunting ground. Yeah, but it's it's all more of a drive, right? And I, and I think that's the big difference between like Michigan or yeah. uh, like Idaho, right? Where I'm from, it you could walk outside, like there even when it's not hunting season, you're you know you walk out onto your back porch and you're like, oh look, there's a deer. Or like, not even yeah. that fishing is huge where I'm at too. Yeah, it's like there's like, more of it and it's more easily available than mm-hmm. it is like here or Southern California. Yeah, in Arizona, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna walk out on my back back porch, like. Yeah, I'm gonna die of heat. Oh, look, I'm a scorpion. Walk back inside. Yeah, look at scorp. <laughs> I mean, you do that in Arizona too. Let's send them out to fight scorpions. All you have is a knife and a black light. Are they rad scorpions that, from Fallout? That sounds like a normal, be terrifying yeah. Friday night scorpion hunting in my backyard. So I heard like this is a thing. If you're ever like out in the desert and like you're stranded in the desert for whatever reason, you'd be stranded in the desert. Like one of the things that you can do if you happen to have Tupperware is you take the Tupperware, you dig a hole, put the Tupperware container in it, and you just leave it there overnight. And in the morning, you'll have just like a Tupperware container full of various kinds of grubs, insects, and stuff like that because they fall into the Tupperware and they can't get out. 
because it's slick. So you can and, eat them. And you can eat them, yeah. So huh. then you're like grabbing the scorpions by the tail and just... I mean, that sounds... scorpions. Not like the cliff bar that I'll take with me. Yeah. I mean, or you could just, you know, bring food with you on your camping trip, but that is not teaching kids what food is, which is the whole reason that we're doing this in I the first place. I think if you're place. teaching kids what food is by having them eat bugs, you're not teaching them what food is. Yeah. We're teaching them that that food is life feeding now, on life. No, not now, cocoa. Well, now wait you're a minute. Gonna, you now haven't, that you haven't heard that go... new trend? Powdered cricket protein? It's a thing. Oh, my God. Well, I know guys in the gym that do have that. Have you tried it? There are no. A lot of people eat crickets. There's they're, like chocolate like there, crickets. There's and... a movement in the in the gym where they're trying to get away from whey. So they try these. They try pea protein and all kinds of stuff. But cricket protein is there is a thing. Is there like a problem with whey that people are trying uh, to get away it's from? It's just it? the anti dairy oh, movement. It's it? the anti dairy movement. People who like oh. people there are very anti like because dairy is an allergen to some, not all. Like to me, it doesn't do anything to me. But some people are lactose intolerant or casein intolerant, and whey by itself can be isolated from those two things. But I think what happens is like the 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 pseudoscience of it gets involved, and people are just like, no dairy, nothing from dairy. So, but I don't care. But yes, there is a cricket protein. Hmm. I don't know, man. If that's how you teach your that's what you teach your kids what food is. Now you're gonna have that weird kid that goes into the playground at recess time. He's, and he's like, hey guys, look at this. I learned how to eat do this over the weekend and he like picks up a worm and eats it and then he'll never get a girlfriend because he's the bug kid no there's there's a bug kid in australia that ate a slug and the slug had some sort of disease on it and the kid basically became a paraplegic he should have chewed no he did uh, probably oh should have chewed the bug he should have chewed the disease out of it so yeah <laughs> you gotta be careful with that maybe I don't yeah know. well i mean you gotta eat the right kind of bugs i guess right you some cultures eat eating. bugs I mean, that's yeah. true. Some cultures eat bugs. I mean, they're they're nutritious, actually. Some of them. There, there are, is a lot of nutrition in a lot of different types of bugs. That yeah. is that is true. I'm just saying, in America, it's weird. we have like not bug food. You're saying you don't want your kid to be the bug kid. I don't want my kid to be the bug kid. Okay, well that's fine. Then he's gonna have to find the cutest, most, the cutest, most little tiny bunny rabbit and murder it. And strip it of its skin and eat it. I mean, that's fine. Awesome. And be like, <laughs> like, all right. Like, have you, you ever, need... have you ever had a rabbit? Delicious. Fucking good. Fucking good. Yeah. And yeah. it's like you need to, like, it just needs to eat it and like raw. You can't cook it. I mean, they, they make you kind of do that in the military. Hmm. When yeah. the, when the exercise is, you have to like eat something in the wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a friend who ate a cockroach. Makes sense in the military is survival technique, yeah. but it's good to know what what food is. Or I guess like if they want to be they want to be a vegetarian, they can go and like eat leaves. I want you to go eat the bark eat off that the trees. lettuce. Speaking of that though, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to run something by you guys. Did you know that they that that lab grown meat is probably going to be a thing in the next 5 years and I'm yep. wondering if someone's a vegan or vegetarian if they'd change their morals for that. So, the lab grown meat, is it where What's the start? I have no idea. Where, are we, where does it start? Because, you know, it from a vegan perspective, if it comes from an animal, it's not going to be... That's true. It's but, not going to be okay. What about like, a vegetarian? Because they don't have... Yeah, vegetarian may be a little bit different. Because my assumption would be if, it, if they're growing it, they're probably using some kind of protein yeah. as the... I don't know. As the start, like, what are they mixing, like... Like cow genomes with some stem cells or something. Yeah, and this is how we're gonna get, this is how we're gonna get uh, Jurassic Park. Oh my god! <laughs> Except it'll be just like creepy 
people who like they didn't they didn't know the ramifications of the of this creepy like lab grown cow meat and so what they what they have started doing is people start like growing like little spots all over them and shit. I mean, every kind of like, do that. With GMOs, all of a sudden, right? people have like tails, like little sounds like, like you're spotted just... cow tails, and you're just like, right. "Oh no, this is totally normal." It's you know, I think that it's just humans are taking. Or we finally found that next level of evolution. <laughs> it has nothing evolving. to do. It has nothing to do with the food that we're feeding you. Well, How I, could it have possibly have anything to do with the food we're feeding? They already you? do that stuff with GMOs, so they just be doing yeah. it lab grown meat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then. Mm. They just deny any any uh, side effects from it. Mm. Don't know. I'm just curious if people will like eat meat again if they don't. Because it's lab I grown. I bet the lab grown meat would taste disgusting. It'll probably be gross. I mean, maybe probably be really gross. Yep. Or I suppose if you put it into a burger, like most burgers, like all you're tasting is the fat anyway. I like fat. Oh, so, yeah, I know, but that's all you're tasting in mm-hmm. ground beef. Like you're not tasting like the yeah the actual like any of the actual taste of the meat because it's all ground up so like if they did if they use that lab ground meat start doing ground beef or whatever it was shitty because it's gonna have no fat maybe oh maybe they grow the fat too i don't know how they do it huh. watch a video on it we should watch a video on i'm that. on i'm on how stuff works right now looking at uh an article about how they do it it's a really long article. I was hoping for like a quick answer. Uh, no, nope. it's turn- a complicated. Hey, it turns you- out the science behind it is kind of complicated. <laughs> what you found is a scholarly article. There not mean, be like we uh, could spend a whole podcast reading about it. I suppose there not be like a Logan's yeah. Run for cows. Get back. Where they on just this. like have a secret cloning facility, and now these these clone cl- like cows all the time, and then they kill them, but they don't show it to the public. They all go, sudden, oh, we grew this fucking yeah. slab of meat. And all of a sudden, they have just the little like the dot start turns red or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's just the cow is trying to run away. And the cow escapes. Let me get away. And sees the real world and meets yeah. real cows. There's because there's privileged cows now. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the, cow, the cows on the surface are just there for like optics. See, look how happy they are. They, don't, they like, don't get killed anymore because we make the meat. They're like happy cows. Yeah. <laughs> goes, to the cow, goes to the cows on the surface be like, oh my God, like it's so terrible down there. Like, what are you talking about? They kill us. Or, I, I mean, they, what they really said was like, but they, grill, they, they they did that reboot of Logan's Run. I can't remember what it's called, but it has Ewan McGregor in it. And they they like show like they, a fake video of the, the quote-unquote organs that you're buying for the humans for himself. So they have the same thing in a room. Yeah, it was... It, it, it was it, like it wasn't the island. A, it was called the island. Yeah, That's what it, was it wasn't called. a reboot of Logan's yeah, Run. But it was heavily it was like, like... Influenced by yeah, it. Yeah, influenced by it. I'm glad they didn't actually make a reboot of Logan's Run because that's such yeah. an iconic it, movie. Yeah, totally. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I did see the island, and that was really good. Yeah. It's like it's like a Michael Bay version of the of got, Logan's Run. It's got Scarlett Johansson in it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, what's his face? Ewan McGregor. Know. Is it Ewan McGregor? Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. What's the one that has uh, Sean Bean? Titanic in it? Sean Bean? Are you thinking uh, Sean you Bean? You mean Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. What do you mean? Steve Buscemi. Not, Steve I, don't, Buscemi. I don't think he was in Titanic. <laughs> You talking like what movie? Like I don't know. The There's movie. one called. The... Oh no, he was in one called Shutter Island. Yeah, Shutter Island. That's it's different. not the same thing. No, not at all. No, <laughs> that's even a, a little bit. Which is a good movie, by yeah. the way. It was like where he's a detective or something, right? And he's insane. Yeah. 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 Secretly. Oops. Spoilers. Spoilers. 
You know, we've said before, everything in this podcast is a spoiler for life. It's an so. older movie. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it now, what's wrong with you? Also, Vader's Luke's father. Ha! <laughs> Get wrecked. Uh, you know, I will say this about Leonardo DiCaprio. I feel like he's very selective, like, selective with what movies he that he's going to be. be in, and every single movie that he's in, I enjoy. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, you it's know? great. You know what? One of my favorite movies Leonardo DiCaprio was Blood Diamond. Titanic? No, not Titanic. Blood Diamond. I've never that was seen a really, Blood That was a really good movie. I've never, seen, never it. seen it? You should oh, see man, it. Oh, man, that's so good. So I had this moment because, like, Blood Diamond was one of the movies for Leonardo DiCaprio. It's, like, on his, like, I would say, like, his trajectory where he was doing movies that were more serious and where he was actually flexing, like, these actor muscles that he really had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see. And, it has Jennifer Connelly in it. I'll yeah, see it has just Jennifer Connelly in it. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, so, like, what was what was cool about it, like, I hadn't seen a Leonardo DiCaprio movie in a long time, but... I went to the movie theater with a friend and we sat down at this movie. We were like, oh, Blood Diamond. It's about like conflict diamonds or whatever. Okay, whatever. We'll go see it. And we kind of just sat down at the movie blind um, and started watching it. And like about at the same time, it's very early on in that movie because he does this like intense character actor of someone from uh, originally from uh, South Africa, like Rhodesia. Mm-hmm. or Zimbabwe or it, w- it was Rhodesia when he was there and then now it's called Zimbabwe um, and so like all of a sudden like my friend and I like looked at each other like, like that's Leonardo DiCaprio isn't it like he was doing he was doing the character so well that I didn't even realize who it was until like a good 10 minutes into the movie and I was like wow so hmm. I, I feel, was impressed I feel like he got a lot of crap in his early years because of Titanic. Yeah. Right. And then, and then, uh, and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like he was, he was the classic, like pretty boy actor. And then he like really grew into the profession. He, he grew into the profession and he, I feel like he did a good job of not take, of not going like totally off the deep end with the kind of movies that he picked. Mm -hmm. Like it's like that classic trope where like you get the, the actress, the the woman who's when when she's like younger, she does all these like cutesy movies, and then like oh now she's in the one where she's like or like oh you see her topless like well now she's so Anne <laughs> Hathaway transition yeah like Anne Hathaway. yeah like Anne Hathaway <laughs> yeah like she went from Princess Bride to topless like that quickly right but the only difference was that she had Parkinson's when she was topless so you couldn't really like enjoy it there's like two movies where she goes topless there's more than one. Was there? Oh yeah, I, I looked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not fair. Oh, Although yeah. that was a really good movie too, Love and Other Drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did you ever see that one? I haven't seen that one. Oh I've seen man, it. that is a very. She is did a really really good job in that uh, as an actor or actress. I, I don't really know what you're supposed to call them anymore. I don't. I think it's I just think, actor. I think actor is now just a gender neutral. Yeah. So like, as as an actor in that movie. Uh, yeah. She her role was great and she did a fantastic job. Like, is is actress okay to say? I don't know. I would say I don't care because I'm me. Like, it's cool that you can <laughs> okay. say like you just Fair. say actor for both. Like, that's cool with me. It's one less word to know. Yeah. I can I can free up that brain space for new words. You have that limited amount of space. Yeah, man. 
Okay. I, I, now, I can, <laughs> now I can learn, like, more math or something. Now I can learn another word. I'm going to say it anyway. And if they get mad afterwards, then it can turn into a fun debate. Perfect. There you go. So this week, uh, WoW's new expansion comes out. Are you ready for it? Uh, I don't <laughs> No, I'm not ready for it. Uh, and let me tell you why. I spent a lot of my time during Legion. Uh, I didn't play for most of it, then I came back, and then I I, I finished it up. Um, went through when seven point three point five came out, and I, uh, like I play was playing a little bit before then. I, I never really get into a lot of the the raiding content, I or I, I do LFR for the storyline and the everything. Storyline, yeah. Um, I'm too old, but I was for doing shit. a bunch of other stuff, and and I really mismanaged my time. Because for the majority of my of my WoW career, I don't know if that career. whatever my my WoW career, okay. I've, I've mostly played a uh, a ranged class class something right? right. In Legion, I switched and I played a Druid. Mm. That can be feral. Ranged. Feral. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, I boosted a Paladin uh, with when I pre-ordered. And I was playing that in Legion, got him leveled up and everything. That was a lot of fun too. And then I was making the realization that you know I've never played uh, a warrior. Uh, I've been playing WoW on and off since 2006, and I've never once gotten a warrior past level like 15. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play a warrior for BFA. This is gonna be great. Why is that? Was it always just boring to play a warrior? Back uh, back in yeah. vanilla, you see a chore to get yeah. a warrior up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because. For one, you had you went arms mostly, and then you had to wait to like level thirty or plus to get mortal strike, and then things started to speed up a little bit. So I wonder if that reputation has followed it, honestly. Well, and that, and then uh, a friend of mine that I play with, he has played a warrior since the very beginning. Like his first character was a warrior, and he's always played a warrior since then. And so I've always made fun of him, be like, "Oh, it's the dumb class because it's just it's the brute, right?" Like, okay. So out of out of principle, I've never played a warrior. Sure right? enough. Uh but now I kind of want to play one, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so now I'm gonna play the dumb class. Yeah, now I want to play. I want to play the mindless brute that just goes in and like whacks stuff with my swords. Yep. Um. So, Giggity. uh, it's it's today's Sunday. Yep. Uh, we have twenty seven hours until the expansion comes what out. What times it come out? Three o'clock Pacific Standard. Okay. Cool. So in okay. twenty seven hours, so it'll be out by the time that you're re you're listening yeah. to this. Um, my warrior is currently level 17. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. And they leveling has slowed down dramatically. Yeah. I, it, I, it slowed down dramatically. Did you I use think an allied that, race? Uh, no, not for the warrior. Okay. Um, I think it slowed down dramatically in parts, uh, because yesterday I was like, okay, well what, what class do I have that I haven't played for a while that I don't have a 110 of? that I can get up to 110 prior to uh, the launch. Right. Because uh, I need an alt for when I'm not playing with... When I'm playing by myself, I need an alt. Sure. So I was going through my list of characters, and I found I have a Warlock. I'm like, okay, I have a Warlock that's level 90. Like, I haven't touched this since Pandaria. This will be great. Gonna be great. Uh, so I played, like, all day yesterday, and I got my Warlock from 90 to 105. Damn. Uh, Damn. So, and it... Doing what quest content? Uh, so are you just doing dungeons? Mostly through I went through Draenor. Okay. Uh, so ninety to one hundred, uh, all through Draenor, all doing some quest content, um, but mainly running around doing the bonus objectives. 
That makes and sense. Then, uh, also, and then when you get into uh, the broken uh, broken isle, you there is a legion evasion going on, and so you can do the legion evasion, and those are and a you can lot fly, of, and I can fly too. Yeah, which I I did not have flying in Draenor because I never did that. I didn't do that either. I, didn't I do skipped it, but I do have flying in Legion. But I have flying for Legion, so that made going around doing those a lot a lot easier, and mm-hmm. so that really boosted it up. So today I figure later on I'm gonna finish my trek to 110 and have another character that's up there. What did you? So there's a big hubbub online about the uh, the storyline. What did you think of the battle for Lordaeron and the reasoning for it? So, since we're both horde players, yeah, everyone's all mad. Listen, man, I'm Sil- not mad. Sylvanas did. Sylvanas like, did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Like, so here's the thing. Uh, she's a she's a bitch. I love it. Like, she. Okay, so Tim. Yeah. Because you, you don't play you don't the know, game. You don't play the game. No, right? I don't yeah. even play the game. Do you have any idea what's going on? No. Okay, so here's so. Battle for Azeroth, Tell me what's happening. right? There's, there's in WoW. There's the two factions. There's Horde and Alliance, right? Yeah. Well, as of right now, at the end of the last expansion, um, you had uh, Sargeras was like this big titan, right? That got defeated, and on his like last straw of life, he took his giant sword and plunged Stabbed it into, it in the earth. plunged into the earth or into Azeroth. the into the world into Azeroth, okay. and so all of a sudden, uh, you have Azeroth, the world is bleeding, and it's bleeding. Is this mineral called Azerite? Okay. Okay. And so, um, the what the horde found out was that this Azerite mineral is like super powerful, and then they can use it to uh, fuel weapons and make cool shit, and like it's a really powerful mineral that they can make things out of, right? And you so make a, basically a war deterrent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the and alliance, all of it was on their continent. Yes. By the way, so, so they, they found uranium, basically. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so the alliance is like, I don't know what this thing is that they found, but I can feel that it's powerful. We need to go get some too. Go fight them. So tensions between the horde and the alliance have never been all like all time highs. Yes, all time highs. So uh, you have this the the war chief currently uh, for the horde is this chick named Sylvanas. Uh, Did you play Warcraft three? Yeah. Sylvanas was. Yeah. 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 I know. Okay. So Sylvanas, she's the war chief, right? And so she's like, okay, like we're gonna go. Uh, like we need to, like mine all this azurite or whatever. Like we need to prevent the alliance from getting it. And in order to do so, on the continent that the horde own, uh, Kalimdor, the alliance have the night elves. One, yeah, the night elves have the the alliance have one base of operations, the night elf home t- uh, area, which is home to the world tree. And I one of the world trees. One of the world yeah. trees, right? And I uh, how more you pronounce it? Teladrasil. Teldrasil. Teldrasil. Yeah. I can. I don't know how to. Say <laughs> it's fine. You don't leave your leave your comments word. for how yeah. terrible Mitch is. Yep. He, he's on got this. the. He's got a good. I snap. got the gist. He's got I got the summary. Gist, right. So Sylvanas is like, thing. let's go get rid of this area. Yeah. To block because this is where the alliance were going and getting the Azerite and then shipping it to the Eastern Kingdoms. Yeah. So if we take this, if we take control of this area, then it blocks off the supply chain for the alliance. So there's like this whole war effort, and they're like pushing into Night Elf territory and everything, and then uh, they get to the World Tree that's there, and Sylvanas is like, "Burn that bitch! Fuck them! Kill everyone!" Fuck and then they're like, but there's like a whole bunch of innocent people in this tree. Like they're they're not even fighting back. And one of the war uh, chiefs 
on the horde side is like we're not going to kill innocent people like there's we're in part of the quest line you go into this town and he's like if they're fighting against you cool fuck them but if they're just civilians like save them save them get them out like we don't need to kill innocents and she's like fucking burn the tree down kills off like i mean i don't even know she mad i don't even know you shouldn't be able to make a night elf at this point i love her like the night elf race should have gone away. All of it. All of it should have gone away. Except the nightborn. Uh yeah. So tensions between the horde now are like, you're a fucking war criminal. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Right? Because she went through, and that's what a lot of the people um are complaining about with the horde. They're like, oh wait, are we are we the bad guys? Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> People don't like to be the bad guy. Yeah. See, I don't see it that way. I'm gonna spoil Code Geass if you haven't seen it. I feel like they're making her, they're pulling a Lelouch with her. Like anybody in the anime community knows what that is. And uh, pulling a Lelouch because the main character of this story is Lelouch, and he basically is a villain for the whole story. He, betr- he he uses people, betrays people, but in the end, he did it all to save the world. He uses himself to make everyone pissed off, and then by by having someone defeat him. The whole world has come together to defeat him, and because he's gone now, the whole world has come together. So it's like pulling a loose. Like so I kind of see her doing something like that. My only thought against that, and the reason why that's not the thing, is because in Legion, you saw what happened with the Valkyr. Well, she, she like she enslaved the Valkyr because she wanted to make more uh, of her. Yeah, but then so that right th- now, that also I'm goes in this whole light and shadow storyline, though, because the the light and the void both fear one thing, and that's that's the un that's that's death, the undeath. True. So, like the whole reason why Arthas was trying to raise an army for a long time ago was to actually have an army of undead to face the void, because the void needs life to feed off of, and if everything's dead, the void has nothing to feed off of. Same with the light. So, like that mm-hmm. seems to be the storyline where they're going with that. And they're what they're probably gonna do. This is my prediction: is they'll they'll make her some sort of sub, supreme antihero. Like, yeah, she did all these these shitty things, but she set us up to be able to fight the void slash the light, since they're one the same or two sides of the same coin. That's where I think they're going with it. I mean, that that'd be interesting. I I think here's my. I don't think she's gonna. I don't should. think she's gonna die. Though. I don't think she should die. I don't think. I don't think that she should die. I here's what I think should happen. Right, I think. I also don't think she'll be a raid boss. I think that's dumb. People thinking she's Garrosh. That's not. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want her to be a raid boss. What I would like to see happen because people have been wanting to play her class for forever. Dark Ranger. Yeah, the Dark Ranger forever. Right. So, like, wouldn't it be kind of cool if, uh, if they went through and there was like a kind of a split in the horde? Yeah. And like the the people that have honor in the horde are like, I no, you're not. (laughs) Hashtag not my war chief. kick her out right and so now she's not part of the horde at all yeah and then so then she turns into like now she's on her own little place in azeroth and she and then then you can finally make her uh playable well what's funny Dark is Ranger playable we, race. we say that there there are people that are predicting that like the horde and alliance would be there but the couple of expansion packs they might actually let you pick a different side and the sides would be three sides the light the void and the undead That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Whereas you could still have your allegiance alliance, but there'd be people in the alliance who serve the void or and some people who serve the light. And then or the because apparently one of the secret possible allied races, if you read the there's here's the thing that kind of pisses me off, and they do the Star Wars thing. To get the full story, what's going on, you gotta read the before the storm no, no novella mm-hmm. 
you got to watch these movies. So like, yeah, there's all this shit going on. Well, in the the before the storm novella, like apparently Arthas's sister dies and gets re-raised as a light forge undead. So like that might be one of the alliances allied races is like light undead. Interesting. Yeah, that's what's rumored. So like you could have all these splits going on in the in the, in the factions and kind of get away from that faction storyline a little bit. And mm. and then I don't know. We'll I see. That, I think that that would that would bring like a an interesting dynamic to the game, right? Yeah. Um, especially if you have all those like the the different ways that you could that you can split that off and mm-hmm. get away from like the two factions, and now okay, now you have three, but they're a little bit different. And what uh, they, because they might they're not different even be factions, really? They right? Exactly. Just be, yeah. It's just like not a faction, but a a, a belief sure. system, yeah. right? Like little mini religions. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be kind of cool having um, having played for so mm-hmm. long. Like, could could you imagine being a, like, spinning up a dwarf and then, like, walking through Ogremar? Yeah. They I could do that. Yeah. I think the only reason they don't do that is because of the PvP system. Because it's how yeah. it's set up faction versus faction. Yeah. But they, you know what? They've, well, they probably already put the technology in to get away from that and just enable PVP and you could be open to anybody. It's because they literally got a mode now. They got rid of yeah. PVP servers. It's not even a thing. Yeah. Now you just turn on war mode. Right. Yeah. That was another big change. That's yeah, coming. They, no yeah. more PVP servers. There, there used to be a range of role playing servers, PVE servers, and then PVP servers. Yeah. And then the role, and well, actually, and then the role playing servers had role play PVP and role play PVE. Yeah. Now there's just a server and a role playing server. And then inside the server, you can choose whether or not you want to have PvP on. Uh, and there's benefits if you turn PvP on. Um, there's like a better chance for gear when you're 10% doing ten percent chance for gear and ten percent ten percent better experience. experience. Uh, so right now it's like okay, well if you turn PvP mode on, like your PvP mode is you're either on one side or the other. But if they got rid of sides, now you're just like free for all. Free for all. Let me go. Let me go. Fuck shit up. Do many people like PvP in the world anymore? People will set up on mm-hmm. old PvP servers. People would set up like use the uh, looking for group option to like do the old uh, Dark Shore, South or was it South Shore? And, South Shore and Hillsbrad and Hillsbrad, shit, yeah. but no Torrin Mill. And and the, their new technology makes that a little difficult because the technology is it's not server. If you're on your own server, you don't just see people on your own server. You see people from many servers now. Yep. They have yeah. like a star and what their server name is. So like having that community of like open world combat because it's just a huge thing is not really feasible. But I think that's what they're trying to bring back. Yeah. Right. Because I I always leveled on a PvP server. Yeah. And so there is a point when I especially when I was leveling Alliance, like the first couple zones that you go through are uh are faction controlled. So unless you uh, like if the person from another faction goes into that area, they can't just outright attack someone from the faction that controls the area unless that person attacks them first. Okay. Yeah. But like going through the Alliance, right? Starting out in uh Stormwind, you go through into uh, whatever the, why am I thinking of? Um, I'm, I'm losing the name of the places because it's been so long since I've been there right underneath the Stormwind area, there's the the, yep. the Dark Forest. Forest. Yeah, below that. 
above oh, Stranglethorn. Um, Whatever, it doesn't matter. West Westfall? No, that's to the left. Oh. Uh, anyway, someone got a pull of a map. Yeah, I got pulled a map of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So you go through like these alliance control zones, right? And then you finally get to a point as an alliance player. Player, I remember this like vividly going into Stranglethorn Vale for the first time. Get your ass kicked. And Stranglethorn Vale was like a, a place that you would be for ten to fifteen levels, and you would get your ass kicked down there if you were by it- yourself because it was one the place to lo- go and level. And everyone went there to level, uh, and then in the you know in the old days of of more populated servers, uh, there was just a lot more people going through and doing it, mm-hmm. um, and it that went away with when they uh, did looking for group, because now people just bounce between dungeons, so there are less people in the world uh, leveling, and then also um, with the uh, character boosts there's yeah. less people in the world leveling and so i think they're trying to get back to that with the war mode because uh, now you can go through and you click war mode on and you're put into an instance where there's other people that have turned on war mode so the people that enjoyed that pvp in the world the the thrill of yeah. like oh my god i see that guy he's he's killing a tiger okay i'm gonna i'm a rogue i'm gonna sneak up behind him and like stab him in the back while he's trying to kill that kill that mob yeah <laughs> and like killing him right like that was that was fun i made a rogue for that reason, to fuck with people, right? Dude, I'm actually glad the toggle is there, and I'll tell you why. I always played on PvP server too, but in Legion first came out, it took me forever to get started on it because mm-hmm. I was unholy at first, and the area to get Apocalypse was heavily camped, so I couldn't get it. So I switched to Frost. Like I, I tried to get it for three hours. That's how bad it was. Oh man! So I just switched to Frost. Like Frost just teleports you to an area. It tells you to Ice Crown Citadel, so you don't have. To, it's not in the world. It's in an instance. That was a bad design session. That, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess, oh. and that's the other side of it too, right? Like, when you have a group of people that are just camping. Yeah. Like, like oh, Death Knights will never get their artifact weapon. Yep. Der. <laughs> Dickheads. But, uh, well, they're not doing anything else between raids. The Warfronts look, they sound cool. You know anything about that? Uh, I've very, I've read very little on them. So you, you would like this. It's actually, it's actually modeled after the old Warcraft strategy games. Okay. So like, as a group, you have to go collect resources and then build things, and and there's NPCs and all. It's actually how Alteric Valley Valley was supposed to be, mm-hmm. but no one ever did anything with it. So, and you have to do a bunch of quests out in the real world to even unlock the world, the Warfront, and it'll, it'll be like a meter. It says this will unlock for you in two days or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, they they it, it sounds really cool. Hmm. I, I'm excited for it, and they're not they're not going to be there on release. I think it's like, going to be the next patch. Is okay. it like you're trying to hold a fort or something? Or? You're like holding it. You're holding it. Like I think the first one is Alteric Valley, not Alteric Valley, uh, a Rathy Basin. Okay, that's it's like a, a different version of that. Okay, yeah. So and I don't. It's it's apparently, and I probably have this wrong. It's not two opposing factions like. It's your group of people versus AI. That's why it's more like a strategy game, and you have okay. to. And so, like, you have to like set up the the correct stuff. I I almost almost some of the things I've seen online looks like a tower defense sometimes. Yeah, like they're gonna come from this area, so you're gonna want to set up this thing to stop them. That's how I looked at it. It it, it more people on the beta have more information, but. And and since Tim doesn't know what a Rathy Basin is, a Rathy Basin is a, oh, a battleground. <laughs> is a battleground that you went into and it had uh, points to capture. Mm-hmm. And um, as you captured points, uh, you would gain resources. Okay. And so 
each faction would go around uh, catching points, and if you controlled more points than the other faction, you would gain resources faster. And then it was the first two X amount of resources wins. Yeah, so this is what this is what Wowhead says. says Warfronts are a twenty man PVE large scale cooperative mode meant to represent a large scale war on the home front. And it's inspired by RTS. So Nice. It's yeah, it's a it's not a it's not it's pseudo it's not real PvP. It's just it's pretending. But <laughs> I think I think something that's really interesting, uh and and will take some convincing for, for old Timmy boy here. <laughs> uh but one, I think they're doing a really smart job of getting people into this game at a lot easier, uh, a easier way anyway, is you can now go through, and the way that they have the purchasing model set up now is uh, it, there's still a $15 subscription a month, but if you pay for the $15 subscription, you get the entire game up to the current expansion. And then the one that comes out on the 13th He's got to buy that one. You have to buy the one. Yeah. So you can spend forty dollars to buy the game, plus and plus your first month of fifteen bucks, and you've spent fifty five bucks, which is less than a triple A title anyway. Yep. And you're playing the game. You're good and to you go. Can see if you enjoy the game for a yeah. month. So how long does it take until they make the current expansion into the fifteen dollars? Probably the next one. I, I think so they'll like probably right before the next one launches, yeah. they'll make everything up to this one only fifteen dollars. I mean, I think it's a good model. The, with the amount of content that's out, it makes yeah. it easy. Well, it's hard for if you're a if you're a brand new player. It's like, oh, you have to buy like thirty expansions. Yeah, like yeah, okay. Well, and it's fine too because they're. I don't think they've ever done this before, but they're adding procedural generation. Oh really? And, yeah. So like, there's these island s uh, island um, things you can go on. I you basically go explore islands. It's like th- it's three people versus three people, and it can either be three versus three AI or PvP, and it's just randomly generated I- islands, and that's what most people are going to be using to get their uh, artifact grind. Interesting. Yeah, I forgot what they're called, but they're basically like procedurally generated content. And there's a, there's a lot of good content that I'm excited for that I hope they do well this expansion because it's a lot of new stuff. It's different than well, they want to focus heavily on the story. Yeah, that's what they said. So we'll, well see. It- like they're focusing on the story, but I think they're focusing on the right way, right? They're sure. they're getting away from individual quests and stuff, and it seems like they're going into these this playable things that are repeatable, yeah. right? To give content and value, but story well, as since, well. Yeah, since the expansion pack is supposed to be a war, and not everyone does PvP, it's like a really clever way. Like with the Warfronts, for example, since it's twenty PVE content, content, but it's supposed to be a, a war. Yeah, but you're not fighting other players. So they have it. They have it for both crowds. Yep. You know, it's great. P, like it's pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the story is good because I think people are are premature, prematurely judging it right now, which I think is they're, hilarious they're about, because yeah, they're, they're very mad. If they're mad about what happened with, uh, with the the Warbringer stories and yeah. Sylvanas, like guess what. They did a damn good job on that story because people are showing emotion. They're doing exactly it, what right? they want them to do. Like people, like oh, they're bad writers. Like no, yeah. like no. Actually, they're really fucking Not good really. writers because look how much emotion they just they just portrayed yeah. from you. Like is created. You, yeah, and then you is, probably went out and yeah, bought the book. So good because you wanted yeah. more information, and you yeah. you bought all the other supplemental. I went material. and bought the book uh, yesterday before the yeah. storm. Yeah, before, before the storm, we were creating a a uh, reaction where people are passionate about something. That's really. <laughs> 
you if know I were what? Disney, I'd take notes because you they can't what? do that with some of the franchises they bought right now, except for Marvel. Uh, yeah. The the videos that came out got me so interested into the story yeah. that I did something uh, the other day that I have, was the first time that I've ever done in World of Warcraft. I have not done for quite some time. First time I've ever done it. I was questing. I was doing the pre, and you read the text. And I, uh, yeah, I read, <laughs> read I read text? all the text in every single quest for the pre patch or for the pre expansion quest. Dude, yeah. okay, so never done that. That's one of the things with WoW because I've I've tried WoW before. It's not like I've never played the game, and the the biggest thing for me with WoW is like how people play the game is they're like, oh, here's this quest. You just grab the thing, go over to the next thing, grab the thing, go to the guy and press the thing. Like, and it's it's like this. Everyone wants to go through it super fast paced, mm-hmm. whereas like I'm saying they're like reading the text like, oh, what's this thing about a guy? He has like some orb and I need to go get some pig skins for whatever reason. Like, all right. Let me read. Let me read about what that is. And and like and like whoever I'm playing with is already like halfway across the map. Like, where are you, man? Like, come on, we got to go get the pig skins. I can't go kill, pit, if, kill boars. If this was a comic, I can see like the next scene is the other dude just holding like 10 pig skins. Yeah. In his hand. Yeah. Like, where you at, man? Like, yeah. And I was just coming? like, I just sitting there meeting, like still like reading the book that the guy gave me. Um, so, because I, I generally, when it comes to that, it's like, I want to know what the story is. Like, why am I doing this? I need, I need my motivation. If sure. I was like an actor, I need, I need my motivation director to be like, you're, you're killing boars. That's your motivation. You would definitely like Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. It's got a I, really good storyline. So I've been, so I've been told. Yeah. And you can really, you can skip through it, but you don't want to. Yeah. Like. That's how, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Online had an okay story. Yeah. I, it kept me interested. The um, Star Wars uh, multiplayer game that came out. Uh, yeah. The Old Republic. That's yeah, got a good story, a but the rest really of the, the, the game has no meat. That's the problem. And they no, figured you, that out, too. Yeah, you play it as a one-player game. Yeah, it's, it's literally a single-player game now with their, their newer expansions. It's just, a, it's just a story game. That's funny, considering it's free-to-play. Yeah. And also as a subscription model. Yeah, yeah like... They they encourage you to still pay fourteen bucks a month because you get all the unlocks and you get the cartel of coins and stupid stuff. But like yeah. as a game, there's not much game there. No. Yeah. But if you've never played the game and you yeah. want to go through and get there's a lot of content. There's a lot. There's a lot of and it's good content. Mm-hmm. You said like there's not a lot of game oh. there, but like how long is the single player content? Fucking long. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. I mean, like if you sat through, thankfully, like. So they they had their trash quest just like WoW does, but they were all fully voiced, so you wouldn't really know when the game first came out like what was a trash quest and what wasn't. So some of the updates they've made is they they highlight the world quests and the class quests, which is where all the media meteor content is, and you can just base and they gave you they up the experience, so you can ignore the trash quests unless you really want to see these like really fucking awful side stories. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but it's still long; it takes like twenty hours. I mean, if you don't like, skip, con- if you don't skip dialogue, yeah, a lot of con- per character, like each class has its own story. Yeah, that's. I mean, considering that a lot of AAA titles nowadays are like maybe thirteen hours. Yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah, and then you have the expansion content, which is hit or miss up until the point where they they did the, they started changing the model around. They had two expansions before they changed the model. One was called Rise of the Hut Cartel. And it's fucking horse shit. 
It <laughs> sucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant here for a second. Like the first time I played Rise of the Hut Cartel, I go up to this guy and like this planet is being mined by the Hut, so it's about to fucking explode because they mined it too much. And now the core is unstable. Oh no! And they're like, but we found this thing and it's called. <laughs> it's. <laughs> <clears throat> it's called Project Failsafe. And I'm like, original. Project Failsafe is a failsafe, you fucking dumbasses. <laughs> it's like the worst fucking writing. They lost their main writer. He quit. Drew Carpshin went away and wanted to go write the Darth Bane series. Yeah. And then, thankfully, two expansion packs later, he came back, and that's when the shit started to get good again. So, like, for two fucking horse shitty expansion packs, it was bad. Sorry, it was really dumb. Like, You're really, really fucking stupid. And... Their quest design is infuriating up to a point, like during these expansion packs. Like, uh, un- like in WoW, you have like one mob. You can do one-on-one mobs usually. If you want to grab more, you can grab more. But in, mm-hmm. in SWOTOR, every fucking pull, because you have a, a, a companion with you at all time, is like three to four different fucking things. Yep. And they're everywhere. Yep. And it gets <laughs> so annoying after a while. Yep. And yeah, it, combat design wasn't great. You know, it's not. It's that so they 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 definitely play their strengths now. Uh just don't just skip that stupid fucking heart. So Dumb. get get the original game. Yeah, the original game is yeah. very good. Don't and then just as soon as just you get skip, to expansion content, just stop. Skip Rise of the Heart yep. Hut Cartel and then maybe do a little bit of Shadow Revan because it's really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Shadow Revan's really dumb? Really dumb. No, I didn't I didn't play that one. I, I didn't play any of the expansions. There are two characters in it that are worth it, and those two characters actually end up going over to the good expansion pack. Um whatever the Rise of the Empire, whatever the hell it's called. Um, okay. There's like two of them now. But yeah. Those were horse shit. Like you could tell they lost their main guy. Like you can tell. Mm. It's it's you know when you you know yeah. when yeah. It's, you can tell in a storyline sometimes. Yeah. Where it's like all of a sudden the this quality of the story or just like the motivation of the characters just all of a sudden changes. Like oh you're my like God. what what happened there? And then you go and look it up, like, oh the director changed or the planet's yeah. gonna explode. Oh, okay, what do I do? I need you to go push the don't explode well, button. So here's the funny thing about that, though. Push you, the button. If you, if you complete the main storyline, the pla- you you can't save the planet. The planet will explode. So, but there are other quests and things you can do. So you do the main storyline, and at like the last scene, like you help everybody evacuate, and then the, after that scene's back, you're just back into your character, and you can do go back to doing normal shit on the planet. Nice. It's the most immersive version breaking thing ever. Like, oh my god, we got ten seconds left. We gotta get everyone like, oh, off. But I gotta do these okay. five quests. That I fucking, you know, and get I gotta do this rep on. grind, and then I gotta do all this other shit. Like, <laughs> well, hold on. I mean, there's some minerals over there that I want to mine. Like, yeah. but the timer's at five seconds. Yeah, but I mean, like, I need, I need these things. Min- I need yeah. the minerals. So yeah, it's I need you know, the thing over there. You know, it's not really gonna uh, blow planet. Up. Planet, can you hold on for a second? Yeah. Can you Dude, just? Can you imagine that? Like some, I I give props to games that will do things like that where you have all these quests that you've queued up and then you're just like, you get bored with it and you go through the main storyline and there's something like, they'll give you a warning most of the time. Like you do this, there's no turning back, but you do, you do it. And then like, Oh, the planet explodes. And it's like, yeah, all that stuff that you didn't do, it's gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. You have like, like, well, I'm pretty impressed when games do that. I mean, that's actually. that's why I do multi saves. I've been doing that since the old SNES days because there'd be things you there hey, are you. 100% missables. Yeah, and those those old RPGs. Yeah. So and you're like, oh shit, there's a thing I missed. Yeah, I was trying from like it. you know back in like the old all the old Final Fantasy games. You yeah. had to do that 
totally a lot. And it's like <laughs> it's like every time there's a save point, well, it's a new slot now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. They you have to buy a even second memory shit, card on the SES. Well, on the SNES days, the uh, the fucking the save was local, so it's usually only three save slots. Yeah, and so it, especially if you rented those games like I did. Man. I rented like Final Fantasy 2, which was actually Final Fantasy 4 when it came out, and I had to replay that game four times because it'd take the fucking thing back, and then someone would erase <laughs> my save. Yep. And then re rent the game, and I'd be like, Mom, can we actually buy this game? No, we're poor. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Mom, I've spent $70 renting it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was great, though, because for things like, you know, like the N64, yeah. you, a lot of those games, the saves are also local, but a lot of like games like uh, Goldeneye, mm-hmm. for instance, you had to play through a bunch of the freaking single player to unlock, to unlock all the fun mm-hmm. stuff for multiplayer. So you went, so you would just go and rent it, and it would just already have everything unlocked. They're like, sweet, yep. oh, let's play. Yep, paintball uh, mode. I bought a used copy of uh, Super Mario sixty four, and it had a save file on there of one hundred and twenty stars. It was great. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, nice. Because nice. when I played through, I did not get 120 stars. Yeah, right. But because that save file was there, I was able to go find Yoshi, and it was great. Yeah, and you're just like, screw it, I'm yeah. gonna play the good content. Yeah, and then I didn't have to use my Game Shark. <laughs> but uh, speaking of immersion breaking quest, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Fallout 76 had a bunch of news this weekend. Uh what news did, did Fallout 76 have? Here's another thing that I think you're gonna like, Tim. Take it away, Jason. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll start. Away. I'll start with what they they labeled how the how they're gonna deal with griefers, because a okay. lot of people were scared about that. Apparently, like, um, there's a system in place where like if you shoot somebody, it's more of like a like a like in WoW, for example, like the dual flag would come down. Like, yeah. Well, they they take it like if you shoot somebody. That's you trying to initiate combat with them, and to initiate combat fairly, they have to shoot back. Oh, and then if, like you can't do damage to them until they no, you shoot will, back. you will do damage. So, um, but it, let's say I shoot, you shoot me, I shoot, I shoot you back. Then the combat's initiated, and if I if you kill me, you get caps, and I, if I kill you, I get caps. But if you shoot me and I ignore you, and you didn't proceed to kill me, then you become a murderer. Oh, and then you are police. marked on the map for everybody to see, and they oh, and then man. then you become bounty. a bounty. Okay. And then so basically, it, you have to hide, and if you get killed, the bounty is paid through all of your money. Damn. Yeah. But I thought there's some really creative things you could do with that. If we want to be like a raider gang, for example, let's say mm-hmm. we want to be dicks, we have one person become a murderer, and then we wait and we ambush everybody who comes looking for him. Yep. Oh yeah, because then they're initiating combat. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, let's get this bounty. We're we're the, we're a raider gang." Yep. Okay, but we only we only got this one bait out in the open, and then they come, we just fucking blast them. It's great. They're they're turning the problem of uh, griefing. Yeah. Into game content, in like a game mechanic. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's it is the smartest thing uh, that you can. So do. You, it might you might want to reconsider your pre order because I'm st- the game is starting to sound really cool. Um, also. So they, they label how you level up. You level up, uh, you start level one, you level up, you get to choose a special stat, which is like your, your strength, your endurance, your, yeah. your luck, and then you get a card. Every level, you get to choose a card based on that special chat, uh, stat. And then it's basically however you want to build your character. The one thing that made people nervous 
is every third or fourth level you get a card pack that gives you more than one card. People, they did not say if those packs will also be able to be bought with money. That's what people are scared about. Because up to level 50 is when, after, like, apparently the game levels you up indefinitely, forever. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, like, they want that progression there. But after level 50, you can't raise your stats anymore. You only get perk cards. Okay. Oh, that's good. So that way you, you, you have to have a specific build in mind between 1 and 50. And, you're, and, and unlike previous Fallout games, you don't get to choose your stats at the beginning. So when you're level 1, you're 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1 across the board. Hmm. Like in other games, you could be like 5, 6, 7, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. So like you have to level up, choose a stat, and then, so you have to have a, a build in mind up to level 50 so you get the stats. So if I want to be Sniper Dude, I better have my stats ready for Sniper Dude. You want to be Charisma Guy? Because Charisma... In an online game, they they had to do some creative things. Apparently, like a charisma person will just boost your party's stats or make things cheaper. It would be great if okay. a charisma person could, like, if someone went over to you and started initiating combat, yeah, like they're trying to kill you. If you could talk your way out of it, like, like hey whoa. man, I mean, you, you can do that do with that. your own voice. So just like PUBG, you if you have a headset on and you're using the in-game voice chat, everybody will hear you. Like even yeah. if they're not in your party. No, I'm saying like if there PUBG was a, ended up changing that so that you can have it as team only and stuff like I'm that. I'm sure you could swap the yeah. two, but but you can talk. You're saying you could talk. Like to if people we really, in the world. Like if you really want to role play Raiders, you could be like, "Come on over here, boy. We're gonna get you. <laughs> We're gonna get you." Like, I mean, okay, now we need to do I that. Would definitely do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the exciting thing about that. So, um, set up a kill zone where you just have like a. Like a yeah. hill and a valley that kind of mm-hmm. comes into. Well, a... I just think it's funny because when they 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 basically went over the griefer policy, everybody did a sigh of release. But I'm like, dude, that's a fucking genius trap. Like, you want to yeah. be raiders? Yeah. You want to be the bad guys? That's a genius fucking trap. Yep. Yeah. You get a bunch of people in an area and set up a nuke. And not well. So they even say they displayed that too. The the nuke thing is actually more of a resource thing. Okay. The reason why you would want to nuke an area besides being an asshole is like once you nuke an area, like high level monsters appear and like high level loot appears. Oh, that's it, interesting. It literally changes the area for a set amount of time. They didn't say how long, a couple days, like if it's like a couple in real life days. And I don't even know. I, I want to know. They didn't talk about their server technology because apparently there's, there's no private servers at the beginning and you don't just choose a server. You're just there. And I'm, I'm assuming they have some sort of like phasing technology like how world of warcraft has mm-hmm. because you you'll still how many people in a no man's sky is it 16 16 that 16, you can see yeah. they say it's like 24 ish although i haven't actually found somebody in no man's sky well, how does the galactic hub work exactly maybe that's what they're trying to do i don't know like well so the galactic hub i just found it yeah in no man's sky and it's 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 more of like an online community it has like like Reddit, there's a uh, Reddit uh, thread for, or a subreddit for for the Galactic Hub, and they're like, yeah, get to these coordinates, and you go through a portal. Like you, here's the portal coordinates. You show up there, and it's this set of, um, it's a set of almost 300 systems that the people of it have found and then custom named to wow. be name their systems. So like ridiculous amount of work by the way to damn. even get there um damn and but the portal the portal coordinates get you to the 
the what they call it, they call it the port of mm-hmm. the hub. Right now they call it the capital. It's called like top of the tree because the system actually looks like or the whole area of the galaxy actually looks like a tree and that has like a spiral that goes down and all the spirals are all the different custom name systems. Oh. Um but right now I haven't found any other people like just running around in the world yet, but I guess you can find like there's if people do a base and then they upload their base, like their base will be there and theoretically you could find people. I'm not sure how that it's how that works yet game. though. It's huge. Yeah, you'll definitely see people in Fallout 76 because it's a, it's a it's a large map, but it's not that. Yeah, it's not a universe. No. The, well, because I when I was looking it up, so the other thing that the Galactic Hub has is you they have like a Discord server. So you join your, their Discord server and you have to say whether or not you're what platform you're playing on. Right. And then also what galaxy you're in. Does No Man's Sky have cross-platform play? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. Um, I don't know if they've really talked about that at all. Yeah. But uh, you also have to say what galaxy you're in. And so the first galaxy that everyone starts in is called Euclid. But there's like three, there's like 256 other galaxies that yep. are possible to be in. Yep. Because the procedural generation uses well, an eight bit. 256 oh, wow. unique galaxies. Unique galaxies because the thing, the procedural procedural generation uses an 8-bit key really yeah so 256 got it is what it ends up at and then although apparently some people said like 257 was like 257 someone found it named it found the name of it and it was but had unique properties so interesting i don't know can they found they, a ghost they can, in the shell can, or something they can right? probably build upon that though right and add more or no. i guess i don't know probably. like i don't i'm not sure how their tech works but yeah like so like you I think the the galactic hub is only in four of the galaxies. Primarily most of the people I see their tags are in the starting galaxy, the Euclid one. Okay. And so you show up there and you can set up your home or whatever Pretty in cool. however many of the 300 systems that you want to be, but it's really cool because they have like they have like a thing going on right now. It's Project Coruscant, which is they're trying to find a home planet for for everyone. For everyone. And they they have like this whole thing like, oh, here's all these requirements that we're looking for. Like, oh, go ahead and upload it to the upload it to the Reddit when you find one that could be. Hmm. Yeah, that's, use. that's the one thing I like about those online sandbox games. Man. It's just like people create their own content. Yeah. That's the cool thing about it. Like, that's, yeah, that's why my love of WoW gets over time is wanes. So I'm really only going for the, the story told by Blizzard. Yep, not the story told by players. Right. Yeah, so it's I I wonder with Fallout seventy six like how many players are going to be in a session. I I feel they like said up to twenty four. I think up to twenty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though I mean, you could get some good content. But out of that. they have some strange phasing technology though, so there could be three hundred people logged in, but they they could be twenty twenty four people at one time, people be coming in and out all the time. Well, I would think that they'd mm. want to, right? Because yeah. if there's not specific or private servers or anything like that, if you they're have... Will, they're going to try to get private servers, but not at launch. Yeah. Well, the... so if you have, like, if you have a group of, say there's there's 50,000 people playing, yeah, right? And so you log in and you're in a group and you're, or you go into a world and it's an uh, instance full 24 and uh, a group of four people are playing together and they're like, okay, you know, I'm done for the night. And so if four people log out, I would like for the other those four slots that are now open to be filled with whoever else is logged in next, yeah. right? 
See, to me, it's like the holy grail of that is if making it so that as people walk to different areas in the world, like there's no loading screen. Yeah. Like if you just walk to a different area is. in the world, it's like that area of the world has a certain kind of limit and they somehow, so say, say 24 is yeah. the limit, right? And that limit is a server that handles a specific like 10 by 10 mile X, whatever, uh, uh, denomination region. Mm-hmm. So it would be really cool if they could, make it work in a way where so once 24 people are just there like the person who the 24th person doesn't see any difference right but then number 25 attempts to just walk into that region and like bust some you kind out. of you know some kind of like there's a wall or something that is in the game that yeah. makes him not be able to I think, enter the area yeah like that would be pretty cool to make it so you're not because i feel like when it's like, oh, there's 24 people on a server. Oh, I want to load into this region. It's like, load, 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 load. It's like, well, that's kind of like, it pulls mm-hmm. you yeah. out of the experience, you know? It's, I think it's going to be interesting to see cause, because in Fallout 76, there's base creation. Yeah. And, it can, and it's mobile. And it's it's mobile, so yeah. you can take it and you move it. But so what happens if you go through and you set up a base and you leave it there, right? And you log out and I log back in it the next day. It logs out with you. It logs out with yes. me. Oh, okay. And so whatever whatever world that I log into, it would then appear in that new what then that new instance. Correct. So what if like what happens if I put my base on a spot and you put your base on a spot separately and then we so log they, into they, the they, same this instance. This is where they have this phasing technology thing going on. You'd be phased into another a different server probably while i'm inside my base yeah or something okay. i don't i don't here's what i imagine they're gonna do so they have Fall has always had these kind of kooky uh gadgets like the garden of a garden of eden creation kit you know basically it's a briefcase that creates a city okay so what i think is going to happen is like you have to read every time you log back in you have to use the redeploy kit to redeploy your base that way you're not you know, that you're makes, not you're not like logging in and doing things on top of other people. That actually makes a lot more sense. Like if you yeah. log out, the base goes into your briefcase, and then you log yeah. back in. You're like, okay, cool. Where do I want to put my base now? Yeah, that, that, makes, that makes more sense. Yeah, so that that's what I imagine I feel what they're going for. for the no, but it makes me really excited about I this, mean, and I didn't know this because <laughs> I, I watched this Q and A that the the when the guy they bought some studio in Austin, and the 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 guy who's like the lead dev on it worked on Ultima Online, the game that me and a certain friend can't, can't won't shut up about. Like okay. and, and in terms of like sandbox gameplay, so that makes me very wow. excited. Yeah, that so could be interesting. Could be, very yeah. interesting. So I'm excited for it. I would. They didn't. The only gameplay they showed off is how the perk cards work and how character creation works. That was it. Nothing mm-hmm. else. It was all just spoken. So well, we have what three months before it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the beta comes out, and then that too is persistent. So like whatever progress you get in the beta carries over to the real game. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's, it's not a beta. <laughs> yeah, it's not a beta at all. So it's an early release. It's an early, early release. release. Okay. That's pretty they, nice. They might as well just fucking release it then, but right. they probably can't for well, retail I mean, reasons. I think they're going to get... I, I think that is smart of them because mm-hmm. I... So here's the issue that I see with betas, and the reason that I will get into betas and not play them very often, especially when you have a progression system in a game, Yeah. Um, because I don't want to... Lose time. Lose time, right? Yeah. If I played... Yeah. I, I got into the BFA beta... I didn't play really any of it because I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, experience all these quests that I want to experience with people that I'm going to be playing with when the game comes out that aren't in the beta. Yeah. And then I'm going to spend all this time leveling a character and then it's like, okay, cool. I, I saw all that content. And then when the game comes out, I'm gonna be like, God, I don't want to want to level again. Yeah. It's like all this, the same now content. it's a chore. <laughs> it takes right? a special type with someone who likes that stuff. Yeah. You know? And so if you have, 
if you have persistent gameplay, like if they if WoW released a beta where I could maybe not at the very beginning, right? But like a month before the game comes out or two months before the game comes out, I can transfer my character over, play it, and the progress that I have transfers, transfers over to the main game, that would make me much more interested in playing the beta, which is good for them because then you have more people that are actually going through and playing the, playing the game that you're actively wanting people to test so yeah. you can make sure that it doesn't crash on launch. Yeah, that makes sense. Better ways to do beta. Yeah, It's yeah. a better beta. <laughs> How to make a better beta. Yeah. So that's all the stuff they talked about from what I remember is just uh, perks. That's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, I am too. I'm excited. A- I'm excited for a lot of games that are I'm coming excited out this because year. There, there's a, a million ways to build your character. Yeah. And they have a bunch of perk cards like they don't. Did oh. they say how many save slots that you can have? Nope. No? Mm-hmm. I imagine it'd be like five. If it's one, that would suck because you, you, have a, you can't, unless they have a respec system, like you do a one certain build at up to 50, then what if I want to do something different? What if yeah. I want to be, you know, a different type of character? Like... Yeah, well, and if there's if there's perks beyond level fifty that you get when you continue to level, yeah, but that aren't stat wise, but yeah, I mean that's gonna make it so if I put a hundred levels into a character, I'm not gonna want to delete that one. No, even yeah, if I exactly. want to go through and play a different different style, different class. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. To see, I'm Very. excited. But yeah, that's it. Got nothing else on that. <laughs> cool. Yes. So, what do you think, guys? Did we win? I think I think we won. We did it. We won. Maybe. All right. Thanks everyone for uh, <laughs> listening. You know, like and like and subscribe and all the all the different buttons that you can click on around our videos and on. Uh, I think we're Apple on every podcast and network. All the now. podcast things, like even the lesser ones, like Podbean, we're on that crap too. Perfect. And let us know what you think. If uh, there's something that you want us to talk about or cover again, uh, put it in the comments in YouTube or, or on Facebook or, on or Facebook whatever. Or, whatever. Um, or if you hate Mitch's face, say that. Or if you hate my face, don't. Don't they, say they you definitely, hate my face. Definitely probably hate my face, which is fine. Yeah, or if you think what JOG if you say said is stupid, then that you hate my face, that's just going to make me have to go through and find something to cover it up on the video. A lot of time I don't want to spend. If we get 100 likes on... This video, we'll all wear bags on we'll, our head we'll, next. We'll do an edit no, with Mitch's <laughs> face just being the logo. Dude, that would be really... That would take a long time. That would time take a long time to do. To uh, do a, a motion tween on that for like... Yeah. Well, not really. You're real stationary. You wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm just sitting here the whole time, right? Yes. All right. Yep. All right. Tune in next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks, Bye. guys. <laughs>